0: I'm Bob Brill and he's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL fantasy football podcast. Each week my co-host and former Bears and Lions quarterback Eric Kramer and myself delve into your fantasy football choices and hopefully we help you out uh, a little bit on uh, your way to victory. You can find out more by going to our website, KramerandBrill.com, or on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. Now, recapping how we did last week. We both liked Matt Ryan, and the 389 yards and three touchdowns and over 40 fantasy points, despite a pick six, was pretty awesome. We like Burrow, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. They all went off. Lamar Jackson did not. Uh, Kenny Pickett suffered a concussion. Mitch Trubisky came on to win it with a TD pass for Pittsburgh. Bailey Zappi in New England proved he was ready as well. Another rookie out there. You love Diggs? And his 10 catches for 148 and a score was solid. And you like Jamar Chase. So I like uh, Smith Schuster and his best day with five catches, 132 in a score. But my Michael Pittman prediction was strong 13 catches. We were a winner. This was Kenneth Walker in Seattle. We both had him. Uh, he We said the start him, and his 97 yards of the score made us look like profound.
1: So, hey, we both like Brees Hall too as the only Jets player, and he proved uh, he was worth it. 116 yards and a rushing touchdown for Jacksonville. I like Travis Etienne as a flex player, and he showed up with over 100 yards, uh, 86 on the ground and 22 receiving. And I think we all knew it was just a matter of time before uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase hooked up both in the same game. And, of course, they both went off and had great games. Um, Burrow going for four touchdowns, three in the air, one on the ground. And uh, Chase putting up 10 catches for 132 yards and a couple touchdowns. So, I think both those guys are off and running now. And then, and in Kansas City, I think we both saw and all of us saw Josh Allen's defining game so far in his young career where he got big and basically put that game on his shoulders and carried it across the goal line, hurdling a guy in the process during that game. And I think he just made a statement to me, anyway, that he's the best guy out there right now.
0: You know, I said Dion Jackson would be the man to start in Indy, and all he did, you know, because Jonathan Taylor's out, all uh, Jackson did was catch ten passes and score a rushing TD with forty-two yards rushing, and that meant about twenty-eight fantasy points. Another player we liked, as you mentioned, Brees Hall just went off, and he had a great, great day. Saquon Barkley, Kenyon Drake. Uh, we both like Saquon Barkley. I finally came around to your point of view. He had another good game, not a great game, but a good game. But Kenyon Drake. Who with 119 came from out of nowhere he's been cut by like five teams it seems like this year <laughs>
1: right. I got it. I got it. the game for the for the game of the week for me I believe was Philly just annihilating the Cowboys especially in that first half the Cowboys came in tough playing great defense and and uh, it wasn't like anybody in Philly went off statistically they just dominated that game and obviously when they had to have in the second half put the put the lights out um, and I think that, you know, here in LA, the Chargers to me, I went to the game last night and Kenny Pickett is obviously still dealing with that rib injury because he's just not looking like the same guy. And which is gonna make uh Austin Eckler look, you know, he didn't have much of a game either statistically. And I think until both Pickett, uh I'm not Pickett, but in, Herbert. until Herbert's healthy and Keenan Allen's back, they're gonna have a tough time moving the ball.
0: When it comes to injuries, as you mentioned, Kenny Pickett is in the concussion protocol. Uh, he may start. Mike Thomas said if he's cleared, he'll start. Um, Randall Cobb, now out two to four weeks at Green Bay, has an ankle injury. And then Russell Wilson, now is under, they announced this morning, uh, undergoing tests for uh, MRI tests for what is considered a substantial injury.
1: Now, in the game last night, I, something looked off. I couldn't tell. It didn't look, I, I couldn't see if it was injury or not. But he's just not the same guy. I mean, he had a receiver just blow right by two defenders in double coverage. And the ball was couldn't have been more than it had to be at least 10 or 15 yards off target, wobbling. It just didn't look like it. And there's just right now, I'm glad you mentioned that because there's no big plays being made in Denver by anybody.
0: Yeah, it's been a real surprise there. You know, we all expected all the hype and all the fans, I mean, especially, uh, you know, how rabid Denver fans are. Everybody expected really big things, a change of scenery, huge contract, everything's going right, you know, and flat. Everything's just flat, so maybe it is an injury on his part. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, but uh, hopefully they get things turned around. Uh, let's get right to the games. First of all, this is the first uh, second bye week, and the teams which are on bye this week which you'll have to bench those players are the Bills, so no Josh Allen, Rams, Vikings, and the Eagles, all on buys this week. So that takes a lot of substantial players out of the mix this week. So that waiver wire is going to be really, really active. And there's a lot of guys, especially quarterbacks out there, who are on that waiver wire. Thursday night, Saints and Cardinals. Cardinals may have uh, or do have Robbie Anderson via trade. So keep an eye on that. I'm liking Ertz and Rondell Moore here, as both are getting heavy targets. Marquis Brown fighting an injury, so keep an eye on that one as well. Saints D is tough, but Kyler Murray, I think, is a play. Kamara's back, and I still like Taysom Hill, especially with Andy Dalton, the quarterback, while Thomas and Oliver both facing injuries. So this could be a tough week for New Orleans.
1: Yeah, and and like you, I like Kyler Murray because he's going to be, they're going to be behind a lot of games, this one included. And I think he's going to not only throw the ball well, but rush it for over 100 yards like he did last week. Um, uh, Arizona, though, I don't really see one guy other than him stepping up every week. So flipping to me over to the Saints, um, you know, I, I think Kamara's a play every week, like he came up big last week. But again, other than him with the Saints, I don't see anybody stepping up as well.
0: Sunday, Browns and Ravens, two teams struggling to win, but I'll tell you, fantasy points abound here. Pretty much everyone here, but I wouldn't go crazy on Kenyon Drake. He ran for 119 yards coming out of nowhere uh, last week, but he could just as easily get 20 yards this week and the next week be on waivers. So, you know, he's just uh, out there. I mean, if you want to take a chance on him because you got some bye guys, uh, that's that's up to you, but I, I certainly wouldn't recommend it. And I do like Chubb, especially against the Ravens defense.
1: Yeah, for the Browns, not only do I like Chubb because he's a weekly starter, but I think in Joku's coming on lately. Um, they just don't have the quarterback play yet, to me, out of Brissette, to make a guy like Amari Cooper a consistent play also. Although I think Cooper's probably their best offensive weapon other than Chubb. Um, as far as Baltimore goes, um, you know, Lamar is sort of an inconsistent performer to me at this point in the season, uh, but he loves Mark Andrews. And so therefore that guy, if you've got Mark Andrews, I'm assuming you're starting him anyway. But if you're not, that's the guy to play.
0: And likely is a guy if you're in a dynasty league and you don't have him and he's available, I'd pick him up. They're backup tight end. He is getting some action and he looks really good. Buccaneers and Panthers, the Bucks had a bad week against Pittsburgh. And aside from Fournette, I'm not high on anyone on this team. Although Godwin did get 12 targets, he's worth a play. Uh Panthers had their regular bad day, reportedly. McCaffrey's on the trading block, and if he does go somewhere, believe it or not, Donta Foreman and Chuba Hubbard are options. If Anderson is traded, and that has to happen now, so Anderson's to trade. there is an elevation. I kind of like Terrace Marshall in, in that slot. He may not get immediate play, but he was a comer. He was a decent draft pick. I think Terrace Marshall, uh, with Robbie Anderson gone, is a decent play at this point, or at least an option.
1: You dug deep on this one and that's what we do, but I think you did a good job on this. But these are two to me bad defenses, which is hard to say. The Buccaneers should on paper should be good. But and so you'd think one of the offense would would go off. But the problem is both offenses are bad. Yeah. And you mentioned McCaffrey being on the trading block. He'd be the only guy to start, but I don't even know if I'd start him right now. And then you've got Matt Rule who just got fired. It's just both teams are in disarray. The Bucks, no more so than Tom Brady. And if it's me, I you know, and if I'm if this is a Las Vegas crap table we're sitting at, I take my chips <laughs> and I'm gone. Walk
0: right. out, you got it. You know, <laughs> I know Brady is so frustrated, he was quoted as saying, Yeah, I've had more F bombs than touchdowns. So and <laughs> Falcons and That's Bengals. Sense. Yeah, you know, and on Brady's thing, you know, he's got problems at all. You know, I mean, yeah. it's pretty obvious. uh like problems in football. Of course. Right. Yeah, and that uh, that takes a lot out of you. And it's You know, we'll see what happens all throughout that whole thing. Uh, Falcons and Bengals. Falcons pulled out a surprise win with Caleb Huntley and Tyler Algier, uh, both over 50 yards. Now, either one of them could be on the rise with Cordero Patterson on the IR. Cincinnati finally got off the side, and Chase and Burrow, as you mentioned, looked good. I'd toss in T. Higgins in there as well.
1: And you know, the red hot falcons could actually win this game. Uh, but there's still no one to bank on fantasy-wise. Uh for the Bengals, however, this team is back on offense. No doubt. Burrow, Chase, Mixon, you mentioned Tyler Higgins or T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd's another guy that could could you could fit in there if you had him.
0: Lions Cowboys. Lions had an off week and was Swift out along with DJ Clark and Williamson. There are good options on. Jamal Williams, Josh Reynolds, St. Brown, even Craig Reynolds or Justin Jackson, those guys could all all get some play this week. Cowboys, lay off the running back. Stick to the D. I know Zeke had a little better week, but it all came in the second half. And you know, but so I'd stick to the D. I do like Dak to come back this week. CeeDee Lamb, I think, is solid as well.
1: I think you're right. I think if Dak Prescott does come back, it's gonna take him a little while to get back on track. But I do think that Elliott is a play here because basically jerry jones has seen to it that he's going to get more carries and i I do like cd lamb as his option because you've got dalton schultz who would normally be a good option but he's out with a knee injury and there's no other receiver out there right now performing like cd lamb um i other than that though i mean i don't see anybody um on the lions because they're in disarray and then um yeah i just think fantasy wise this is a game probably going to go to the cowboys win-wise, but I think fantasy-wise, too, they got the only players worth playing.
0: Giants-Jaguars. Giants came down to earth but should rebound, and that means Barkley as well as Wandale Robinson and Marcus Johnson with an edge toward Richie James at wideout. Uh, jags travis Etienne is a solid to start at running back, and I like James Robinson here as well, but really only as a flex, not as an RB1 or 2.
1: Not a lot of great options for either team here. The Giants are now winning, of course. And so, but they're having to do it in unusual ways, not great statistically by anybody other than Barkley, who you mentioned earlier. Um, but, uh, you know, like again, we're talking about if your normal quarterback starting guy starting guys want to be one of those four this week that has a bye Allen, Stafford, Cousin, or Hertz. Of all people, Daniel Jones is starting to quietly put together a solid season. He's not making mistakes. If you're looking for a guy to start, because one of those other guys are out, if you want 200 yards passing, a couple of touchdowns, either rushing or passing, Daniel Jones could be a good start for you.
0: And he's out there in a lot of leagues. He's, he's available. So that, that, that would be an excellent pickup. Colton, the
1: other guy, uh, I'm sorry. The other guy I'd mentioned here would be Etienne. To me, he's a solid yeah. flex guy. You know, he rushes the ball well, receives it well. And, uh, and I think he could be a good option for you.
0: Yeah. I, I think he, he is definitely on the rise. Colts and Titans. Colts, you must start Pittman, but keep an eye on Deion Jackson. You know, Deion Jackson is questionable early in the week. And remember, his 28 fantasy points came on 10 catches on 10 targets for the most part. He only had 42 yards rushing. Now, I like him. I like him a lot. But, you know, don't be surprised if he ends up with five fantasy points this week. I also like Jelani Woods at tight end. Titans coming off a rested bye week. So stick to all the usual suspects. And announced today, tight end Delaney Walker, a pro bowler, Announce he's retiring this week. He's done.
1: Okay. Well, I, to me with the Colts, I'd use caution. I think, remember they got in a shootout with Jacksonville who is on the rise, but not really what I call a high caliber team just yet. Uh, the Titans though, who previously got demoed by the bills did have an off week. And so they rested up, cleaned up, hopefully. And think. I think they will be a rejuvenated team. They're at home this week uh, as For the Titans, for me, it's really uh, Derrick Henry, and that's about it for the Titans fantasy-wise.
0: Packers and Commanders, Tanya and Lazard look good with 21 targets between them the last week. And against Washington, it should be more of the same. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones seem to be splitting the running back duties. Brian Robinson... Looks like he's taken over for Gibson. So if he's the flavor of the month, he is def- definitely worth a pickup and at least a flex. I mean, the story is really great. The guy gets shot now. He's back in the NFL carrying the ball as <laughs> a so starting running back. Uh, with Wentz out, Tyler Heineke uh, has been announced. He's going to start. So uh, he's worth a look, but I wouldn't say a big one. He's been around like forever. Uh, he will start, and that has been announced by the coach.
1: And I think this is the game. The Packers now, they've been on the slide these last couple of weeks. This is the game I think their season takes a big pivot. Rogers gets back on track. Lazard and Tunyon, who you just mentioned, I think are going to step up. And so I'd start Rodgers. As, as far as Washington goes, again, I'd take whatever chips I had on the table. They're now off and in my pocket.
0: Jets and Broncos. Brees Hall, you mentioned for the Jets, solid RB one now. Corey Davis might be a play here. Denver, uh, Russell Wilson, as we mentioned, significant injuries being evaluated, so that means you're going to have to look at his backup, and I'm not even sure who the backup is in Denver these days.
1: It doesn't really matter because I, I just they're they're going to face a very good Jets defense. So to me, there's not one Bronco player with or without Russell Wilson that I'd play. And again, as we've talked about offensively for the Jets, Brees Hall.
0: That's their guy. Texas Raiders, Houston coming off a bye. Uh, so I do like Damian Pierce at running back, and I'm good with Davis Mills. Uh, Raiders in the same situation, so I, I like uh, uh, Jacobs, uh, Renfro, and Adams. But uh, Carr, it's just been really inconsistent. Maybe this is the week he come. He, he needed a week off, put it all together, and he gets reconfined and focused and everything, and maybe that that's what happens this week. because numbers haven't been bad, but just inconsistent.
1: I agree with you, and I think, to me, if if you're talking about the Texans, really, Davis Mills, I hate to step on your buzz here, but he's kind of a JV quarterback trying to look the part, whereas Damian does is the part, looks the part, he's the guy to bank on to me in Houston. Uh, With the Raiders, though, they're kind of an enigma, right? I mean, they, they show up for a quarter or two, and then they take the rest of the game off, but, you know, to me, the solid guys there to play are Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs.
0: Seahawks and Chargers in Seattle. Kenneth Walker was everything we said he would be. 97 yards and a touch. Had a pair of catches. Stick with him. Lockett is good as well. And DK Metcalf was going after two weeks. He was on the rise. Uh, He just had an off week. I I still find it hard to bench him. I'd give him another good week and see what happens with Geno Smith out there. So uh, have to wait and see. But uh, if you have to play him, why not?
1: I agree with you. I, I think playing. And I think Geno Smith is really the guy that, that is making me believe that this team has got some players on it. And he's delivering the ball well. He's making good, good, accurate throws and good decisions. And, uh, you know, I, I think that really, you mentioned Walker, Lockett, Metcalf. I think that brings all of them onto the table. If, I'm got, if I've got any of those three guys, I'm starting
0: uh, we're looking at Chiefs Niners, a couple of high powered teams there, especially after a loss. I'm solid on uh, Smith Schuster, Kelsey, and Mahomes. Atlanta shut down Jeff Wilson last week, and that allowed the trio of Alia Kittle and Samuel to really shine. Uh, I think, uh, again, if if you find another running back available, you might give Wilson a week off or move him to flex, but, uh, you know, because it's a tough uh, uh, Kansas City defense out there. So, but, you know, Jeff Wilson is. Uh, at best, uh, an RB2 this week.
1: Yeah, I think so. But, and I think for Casey, the other guy I consider is McCall Hardman. Because with Travis Kelsey gone, I think one of the best things Patrick Mahomes has done so far has been able to spread the ball around. And McCall Hardman last week came out of that game. He was their third leading receiver after uh, Smith-Schuster, who hasn't really done much until that game, Kelsey. And then there's uh, McCall Hardman with 42 yards receiving and a touchdown. So they're looking for ways to get him the ball as well, and I, you know, for me, uh, hard to go with anybody offensively with the Niners because there really is nobody that stands out. I would say other than Jeff Wilson, who they've proven they can run the ball against anybody. The Niners, and and to me, that means Jeff Wilson.
0: Steelers and Dolphins. Uh, too many injuries here uh, for the Steelers. Uh, Pickett more than half the defense and firemen. They're all. Injured this last week. Interesting point. Tomlin announced Pickett will start if he's cleared to play. Now, if Pickett starts, you should start George Pickens. But if Trubisky starts, I have no problem with Claypool at wideout. It just seems that Trubisky loves Claypool and Pickett loves Pickens. It's just kind of working out that way. Uh, Najee Harris still not getting going, so I'm not even recommending him as a start. In Miami, it's Waddle Green and Mostert again.
1: Since you are the Steelers' resident expert, I'll defer everything to you, which I agree with. Miami, though, I'm not sure how you overlook Tyreek Hill, because this guy is still putting up numbers, along with Waddle and Mostert, so I think all three of those guys are potential starts.
0: Monday night, Bears and Patriots. Bailey Zappi, over 300 yards, so why not? I like Stevenson and Hunter uh, Henry. And on the Bears, I like Mooney and Montgomery, but like you're the expert on the Bears here, I defer to you.
1: (laughs) Well, okay, so here we go. The Patriots and Bill Belichick have made two offenses these last two weeks, meaning the Lions and the the Browns look very bad. And so I'm not sure, you know, I'd start anybody in Chicago all year. I don't care who they're playing. And this is – they've been consistently bad, and that's without facing the Patriots. So nobody I'm starting with the Bears – um, as for the Patriots in New England, they want to run Bailey Zappi for president. Guaranteed, and this guy. Is, <laughs> yeah. And so I think Ramondi Stevenson, who you love and I love too, I think that brings him into the into the play. Receiver wise, I was high on on Jacoby Myers, but I don't think anybody in that receiving group, whether it be tight end or receiver, has really stood out week to week. And so I think Bailey Zappi might be a play if you don't have an early quarterback. But maybe other than A. Stevenson, I don't think I don't think the Patriots offensively do have a starter. The you
0: know, interesting thing is here: if Bailey Zappi pulls a Cooper Rush, okay, and wins, uh, of course Dak's coming back. They owe him money. Uh, what about, what happens when Mac Jones comes back? That's going to be the interesting. I don't.
1: I don't think Mac Jones has done enough to me to. Not yet. He certainly has
0: He certainly was not at this point in his career. He wasn't worth my second round pick two years or last year. So <laughs> and there you have it. Another edition of Kramer and Brill. Find out more by going to our website, kramerandbrill.com, or on my Bob Brill YouTube channel from my friend and colleague Eric Kramer. I'm Bob Brill and we'll see you next time.